Welcome to the Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. Today's episode is different from any that I've ever done before, and here is why. Completely non-scripted. Though most of mine are free-flowing, even with people, this one will be completely unscripted, and I really didn't even choose the topic beforehand. Here's how that went down. So I really wanted to get one knocked out today, and I just got home from traveling. I was on a weekend getaway in the mountains, came home, really wanted to push one out. haven't really had a lot of time. I've been working some really long days, like 12 plus hours, but I really wanted to get one out today, and I didn't have a topic on hand, and I keep a running list of topics and social media captions and everything in a list on my phone. And I was scrolling through that, trying to figure out what resonated with me. And that's actually a fun fact, how I choose what I will post each and every day. It's not reflective of what I'm currently experiencing always. Sometimes it is, and I'll note that. But usually, especially with the quotes that I post, it's what calls to me right now that I feel like somebody else needs to or wants to hear right now. And without fail, I'll have somebody reach out and be like, that's exactly what I needed at this moment, which is so cool to me that further proves that we're all connected. And I think that's just the most fascinating, remarkable thing. But same concept today, just I kind of did a quick little prayer. I don't know if you believe in a higher power, but just called out like, what should I speak on? What will resonate with people today? And I sat still for a moment, did a couple of deep breaths, And then just out of nowhere, just single word immediately came up and it was despair. And that threw me off a little at first because that doesn't resonate with me currently. I don't feel like I'm despairing. I don't feel like despair is part of my experience right now, but it absolutely has been in the past. And I know that it absolutely is for so many people out there. So if you're one of those people, this is directly for you. That is why I felt called to speak on it today because of you. And even if this doesn't currently relate to your experience right now, I'm willing to dare to say that you have felt despairing in the past and maybe you will glean something from this or maybe you'll have something to contribute. So reach out to me on social media or if you know me personally, reach out to me and I would love to hear your input. But I mean, we're all experiencing life, right? And that's one of the experiences of life. It's part of the human experience. And I think it's good to hear about another's experience and their situation and to talk about that and to have that be part of the conversation, even if it's not what you're going through right now. I think it all helps. Okay, and so I often say, I don't know if you've heard me say this, but I know I've said it on here before, I feel like I've lived a pretty charmed life in the sense I have two wonderful parents who are present and involved and loving and caring for my whole life. Even still, they still are. They still come to all of my functions. They've always loved me. They've always supported me no matter what, but they weren't perfect. And I say that just to show nobody is perfect, 
And even if they were, which isn't possible, but even if they were, as a human, part of the experience is also getting banged up and bruised, right? Because it's not just you. You don't just live in a bubble or your nuclear family doesn't just live in a bubble. Whatever that nuclear family looks like, it looks different for different people. Sometimes they're blood relatives, sometimes not. Your caregivers are different. It's not just your parents. And so no matter what, you're going to have some bangs and some bruises and some baggage. It's part of the deal. And I remember I used to be really hesitant to have any kids because I didn't want to scar my kids. I knew some of the demons that I had faced, even with wonderful parents and a great charmed life and upbringing. And I just didn't want to unwittingly or unintentionally give my kids any issues. And then the older I got, the more I realized, well, no, I mean, that's not a good enough reason to hold you back from doing it. If anything, just that awareness and that desire to give them the best would actually maybe be a good indicator that I would actually be a pretty decent parent. But also, I am so grateful, and this is pretty cliche, but it's pretty dang true too. I am so grateful for the bangs and the bruises that I have because they've taught me resilience. They've helped me shape me into the person that I am with empathy and compassion and insight and tenacity, and I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. I am so grateful for it. It sucks to go through, but so grateful for it. Really, truly. And I'm sure you can relate. Well, I sh- shouldn't say I'm sure, but I'm willing to bet you can at least relate to some level. And also, it's a good thing. It's actually a positive thing because your kids, you want them to be, I'm speaking for you, but I would assume that you would want your kids to be resilient and tough and strong and that's where that comes from not from the good times but from the hard times and you do your best and that's what counts but also I don't want my kids to be coddled and I don't want them to have grown up in a bubble I want them to have some bangs and some bruises literally and figuratively because that's what strengthens them and that's what gives them empathy for others and that's what gives them an awareness outside of self And I think that's a good thing. And that's the kind of person that I would want them to be. High five to you if you're a parent and or thinking about it. But just if you're a person in general, and if you're a person like me who has had a really good life relatively, that doesn't mean that you aren't entitled to your hard times and to your lows and to feeling despair. Just because you haven't had any big catastrophic life events doesn't mean that you aren't entitled to feeling depressed or to feeling sad and there are so many causes of that despair or that depression or the anxiety or the low it's not just some cataclysmic event in your life and it's not necessarily something that you can easily point to as the cause and sometimes I feel like people feel like they're not entitled to feeling low or feeling down and that's just not true because as a human, you just are. And comparison in any way is a losing game, especially if you're comparing your lows or, well, people in this country have it worse because they can't put food on their table or my friend has this happening to them. So how dare I feel bad because feel bad for myself because I have such blessings in that sense of the word and another later conversation on the word blessings. But to get back to what I was saying, you can't compare your lows. It's not fair to compare your highs and it's not fair to compare your lows. It's like saying, well, I shouldn't be as happy as I am because there are people who are happier in this world. And that's just a shitty way to live. It's unreasonable and logical, illogical, but also that's not fair. 
we're all entitled to our experiences and it's how we respond to those and what we do with it that I think that counts. It's our response, not our reaction, but all emotions are valid. We feel them for a reason and their messengers are telling us something. So they're valid just by their very nature. They're valid. We wouldn't feel them if they weren't valid. It's below the surface that we need to go to figure out why we're feeling them. And that's what we need to examine and uncover. But as far as feeling the feelings, yes, you feel those feelings are for a reason. And despair, let's talk about despair. I have felt despair. Even having a charmed life, I have felt in the depths of despair and felt frustration with myself for feeling that despair, thinking, who am I to feel despair? Both parents, still married, love me, heterosexual. I've never had to face judgment from my family or feel like I would be disowned. I am white, so I have that privilege going on. And I know that's a triggering word for people, but just stay with me. And just so many things. I've never been wealthy, but I've always had enough. I've always had more than enough to pay my bills. I've never had to budget. I'm very budget conscious, actually. (laughs) But I've never worried about not having enough in my bank account to pay for whatever I wanted to pay for. And I'm very grateful for that, even though I've never had to pinch pennies. Whenever I go to the store, I'm so grateful. I think I can just throw in my cart whatever I want to, and I'll be fine. And I'm so grateful for that. And I never want to lose touch with that gratitude. But I'm just, I still am prone to feeling these human emotions of despair. And it's so heavy. And when you're in that dark place, and you just feel like there's no light it's oh unbearable it feels like you know and you just need a single ray of hope to pull you out of that and sometimes it just feels like you can't conjure that up and you don't know where to find it especially if it's a battle you've been facing for a while and you just feel so depleted and maxed out and you don't know how you're going to find the strength to keep going And if you've exhausted all efforts to try to claw yourself out of whatever dark hole you're in and you feel even more despairing because you're like, I've tried and nothing has been working and the context could be whatever. For me, it was an eating disorder, body dysmorphia, just being so hateful of my appearance. I hated it. I just did not look the way that I felt I should look and health problems too and an overall sense of just feeling inadequate and again it felt even more aggravating to me because I couldn't point to any specific big event in my life that was causing this I just felt like such a sissy la la I felt like I have nothing to blame this on I have nothing to derive this from this is just me just being weak being not good enough being insufficient being inadequate and it's it's awful. It's such an awful feeling. And I admire those people who are going through so much more than I went through and still are keeping their head above water. And sometimes your head slips below water and that's okay. And that's inevitable, I think. And what matters is it just emerges again. But as far as feeling despair, it's going to happen most likely to you to some degree. Some people feel it profoundly. Some people just touches of it somewhere all along the spectrum. But if you're here and you're listening to this and you're feeling despair or you know somebody who is, it's an illusion. I think that's the most important thing. And we hear that this too shall pass. It's just temporary. And once I internalized that and believed that, and I understood that, that it was just a temporary state, 
no matter how permanent it feels, no matter how deep weighted it feels, once it has its claws in you, despair, it feels like it will never let go. But then somehow, literally and figuratively, the sun would rise again, the light would come. And so many times where I'd have a hard night and I'd be like, okay, this is it. Like I just, I'm just going to be doomed to a, a miserable life. And I'm just going to have to white knuckle my way through and it's going to be awful and tomorrow's going to suck. Whether it was like a big deal or a little deal, whatever I was facing at the moment, tomorrow's going to suck. The rest of my life's going to suck. Those times would come where the next day, like the solutions would come or somebody reached out with exactly this simple missing ingredient that I needed and it would just all come together just magically and miraculously. And that has happened many times and just when I thought all was lost all hope was lost and hang in there that's one of the biggest takeaways for me and all the self-work that I have done and all the shadow work that I have done and digging in and working through and developing myself has been one of the takeaways has been that it's just temporary these states are temporary and they're not lasting just like the highs aren't permanent which sucks when you first realize that but is actually comes to be a beautiful thing, I think. The lows aren't either, and it's just not attaching yourself to any of them. And I heard recently that the French view the Americans' attachment to an obsession with good vibes and overall permanent happiness is kind of just unreasonable and foolish because in the French minds, and this is generalizing, and this isn't even maybe adequate, but here's what I heard. And I I like the idea behind it. So take from it what you will. But the French think that we have such an obsession and we do. We see all these quotes about good vibes only and chasing happiness. And what are we going to do to like bash the blues? And so we can just feel good, feel good, feel good, feel, feel good as long as possible, as much as possible. And there's value in that to an extent. Absolutely. But it also robs you of the whole human experience. And that really resonated with me when I had heard that because yes, it really does. I mean, there's such an ease and a grace with just allowing life to flow through and not just clinging so desperately to those high moments. They'll come again. And when you cling so desperately, often it bars more from coming, you know, ironically. And now I've just settled into just this beautiful view of just life being so gorgeous no matter what, whether it's a high or whether it's a low, I find such romanticism and beauty and simplicity in the highs and the lows. All of it is just, I love it and I'm fascinated by it. And it sounds so weird and so out there. I get that. But truly, that's how I feel now. Even the lows, I'm like, oh God, this is just beautiful. And it sucks. Like it's not always a fun feeling to feel if you're in a low, but still underwriting all of that a current th- or a common thread is i just see the beauty in life and all of it the melancholy the the elation all of it it's just so cool and it's easy for me to say again i get that i come from a life of privilege in many ways but that doesn't mean that i haven't had some hard times and i have and i've come through it and So this is me just sharing what I have learned. And I was thinking today again for the millionth time how I think I'll look back in five years and be like, oh my gosh, 34-year-old Whitney thought she had more of it figured out than she really did. And I'll still be recalibrating and ditching beliefs and acquiring new ones and reassessing. And I hope I never stop. I think that's a life well lived. But for now, I just, I guess, have come to more even realize that I, there's, 
more that I don't know than there is that I do know. But I do know that there's always hope. There's always, always hope. And so that's my takeaway to you. I hope that you take that away from this today, that there's always hope. And that's what I'm giving you. And for my current situation that I'm dealing with right now, I, you might have heard me talk about it, but I am in this healing protocol right now. And without getting too much into it, you can listen to my last episode where I talk to somebody who shares her healing experience. I share a little bit of mine and it's gnarly and it's not easy. And this isn't the first time that I've dealt with this. It's dealing with acne and it's dealing with eczema and it's dealing with thyroid issues and it's dealing with a ton that's coming up brain fog and fatigue and all of that. So a lot has been going on. Things in the past would have knocked me down and out. And now I've built such a solid foundation where I still have my low moments. There are still moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is taking a while. This is, I knew, I knew it would get bad, but man, it's gotten really bad. It has gotten really, really bad. And that that's tough to take. It's not easy, but somehow this time is so much different. And I think it's because of all that groundwork that I have laid, all the self-work that I have done all the soul searching that I've done through my life that has really elevated me to the place where I am now where I can take the hits and they don't knock me out. And even if I get down, I can get back up and I know I can get back up and I know everything is temporary and passing and this too shall pass. And that is gold. That is so gold. And I just wish I could just infuse everybody with that knowledge and that belief that you can ride the storm. You can ride it out. It feels sometimes like it's interminable and the storm will last forever, especially if it's in conjunction with multiple other storms, but it's not going to last forever. It won't. Even the weather, the weather doesn't last forever. This storm won't either. And you can make it through. You have a hundred percent record thus far. You've survived everything. And there is a reservoir of strength We all have, I believe, a reserve of strength that we can dip into. Even if we think we are so depleted, we're not. We are incredible beings. We all are. Even if you will fight me on that, you you really are more than you know. And I can say that confidently without knowing you because you're here, first of all. And secondly, you're human. And as fallible as we are and as prone to errors as we are and as as foolish as we can be, we're also pretty freaking strong. Our bodies are strong. Our minds are strong. We're intelligent, even if you don't feel like it. And if you're really down and out, a good place to start is just sitting with it. First of all, I guess I should say that just sitting with it, allowing it, not resisting, not losing precious strength and energy, resisting it. But then also reaching out and connecting, connecting to somebody else. Connection is crucial. Connection is a magic ingredient. Connection is so necessary. And find that connection however you can. And sometimes people just don't have anybody with whom to connect or they feel like they don't. I'm here for you. Connect to me. Reach out to me. I have issued that offer many times and it still stands So I'm always here. If you just need to connect to somebody, I'm here for you and connect to your past self or your future self or whomever you need to connect to, whatever you need to connect with, connect with the earth. As hippie as that sounds, get your booty outside, get your feet planted on the ground, barefoot, ideally, and just connect to something beyond yourself. Connect to plants, (laughs) connect to maybe you're a plant lover, connect to animals, 
whether it's a pet or whether it's an animal out in nature, hopefully not a grizzly bear, I would advise against that, but just connect to something beyond yourself. Pull yourself out of yourself and connect. And that is a miracle worker. Connection is a miracle worker for so many reasons. Another layer to that is it just helps you feel validated and seen and heard, even if it's not uh, literally seen and heard, but even better if it is, even better if you found a trusted confidant or friend who can hold space for you and witness the struggle that you're going through and not try to fix you and not try to fix it unless you invite that and express that you want that, but to just be there for you and to hold you through it literally and figuratively. And again, I will be that for you if you need it. I am telling you I will be and I will stand by that, but hope. So going back to my current experience, I know I keep going off on tangents, but going back to my current experience, so I'm on this healing protocol and right at the advent of it, I was kind of wondering because I knew how gnarly it had been in the past and I wondered if I was ready to take it on again. And at the beginning of it, I just started and it was starting to get bad. And I ended up seeing that Jaxi Gibson's I had actually like prayed and I was like, I just need a sign that I am on the right path because it is the most panicking feeling, especially I'll speak from the acne perspective. I don't know if you've ever dealt with it, but oh, it has been so challenging for me through my life. And I just, when I was on this newest healing protocol, I just needed a sign that I was on the right path. It was kind of a new regimen that I was trying and I, it's so scary to think that what if I'm going down the wrong path doing more harm than good and then I'm gonna have to undo all of that damage lose all of that time all of that sanity and oh just make it so much worse for myself and is this the right thing to do and you just feel out of control in a way when you're so desperately trying to control it and so I just needed a sign that I was on the right path and right when I needed it a sign came up and I came across her I don't even know how I did but I came across this Jackie's Instagram profile with her severe acne and how she had healed it and she addressed in her profile and I ended up reaching out to her and working with her but all of my concerns and she was able to not only validate them but that also reassure me yes that's this expected this is what you should expect and anticipate you're right on track keep going keep going keep going and that was exactly what I needed and she gave me advice she gave me skin healing advice and all of that and nutrition advice I felt pretty confident on the nutrition and I've, I mean, that's kind of been my lifestyle just willingly. I I love that kind of plant-based. That's what I gravitate towards and everything else that lifestyle um, embraces um, with nutrition and with fitness and with all of that. So anyways, I felt already good about that. What I needed was hope and that is exactly what she gave me. And at first I kind of cringed at the idea of spending even more money on this. And like I was talking to my sister and she confirmed what I said, it's hope. That's what I was paying for and that's what I needed so desperately was hope. Just hope. And that's what I got. And hope hope is strong and it keeps you going. And it is that light that you need to illuminate the darkness that you're feeling at whatever moment to whatever degree and hope is the multiple or the common factor of whatever venture you're embarking on maybe you're starting a new fitness regimen or you're starting a new business or you're starting a new relationship or you're starting a new whatever or keeping going on whatever you have already going on and just to have hope propelling you forward that matters that matters that is so powerful it's powerful component of religions. It's a powerful component of relationships, familial, romantic, platonic, businesses, just anything that you're trying to do to make your yourself a better person or the world a better place. Hope. 
Hope is what unites us all. And hope is just, I can't overstate it enough. And thank you for listening to my rambling talk today. And thank you. Thank you for caring enough to listen. Thank you for for being here and for showing up. And I really, I do appreciate you. And I hope that that comes across. And I hope I've expressed that enough. I will never be able to adequately express it but just for you to take the time to listen that means a lot to me I I don't say that lightly and thank you for just caring not about just this podcast I mean obviously thank you for that but the fact that you're listening to this and the fact that this resonated with you and that this called to you that you're following my account on Instagram if you do which is at the underscore nativist or on Facebook or wherever however we have crossed paths or encountered each other whatever the fact that I appeal to you in any way, my work appeals to you in any way, I should say, that says a lot about you as a human. That says that you care. You care about others. You care about yourself. You care about the world. You care about showing up for yourself and others. You care about being open-minded. You care about caring, about empathy. You care about being the best that you can be for yourself and others you care about learning. This isn't just some surface level account or content that I'm putting out. So it says a lot about you that you have jumped on and you've embraced it. And and circling back to the conversation on blessings that I had touched on earlier, I had a friend recently tell me that she didn't agree with the term blessed and she had a problem with that. And I asked her to explain it. And she said that saying that you are blessed and someone else is blessed, though the intentions may be pure and good, it indicates that you are favored above others or just because something happens to you that you are out of favor of a higher power if you believe in it or maybe that you just did something wrong or aren't as deserving as good things as another who has more quote-unquote blessings. And that made sense to me and I agree with what she's saying and I've really been cognizant of the term blessed since then and blessings and again I get that it may not be used with that intention but just something to be aware of and the overall message is you are worthy you're worthy of love if bad things happen to you quote unquote bad things again I know this is layered and this can get really annoying if you really stay so deep on all of this but things happen life happens for whatever reason you can get into the why and a lot of times that's a theological discussion that's a philosophical discussion that's an existential question right but I mean things happen and that doesn't mean that you're a bad person if you're struggling Please don't internalize that to mean that you were a bad person or you did something wrong or you're unworthy or unlovable or inadequate. That's not it at all. Please know that. Please help others to know that. Let's spread the love. And I just, I want you to know that you're worthy. You're worthy of happiness. You're worthy of all of it. You're worthy of a good life, whatever that means to you. You're worthy of success. And just because you're struggling right now doesn't mean that you will struggle forever. And there's something I want to share with you that I had shared with a friend recently. Just because you're struggling right now, whatever you're dealing with, maybe it's a big deal. Maybe it's a more of a minor deal. If you're hurting right now, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're feeling defeated, if you're feeling discouraged, please know you can take the punches. You can take it. Even when you think that you can't, you're here. You're still breathing. You're still taking it. And this is what I told her. 
Just because it hurts and is tiring doesn't mean you can't take the punches. It means you are taking them and surviving them. You're doing it. You're freaking doing it. And so know that. Know that you're still in it. You're still in the game. You're still taking it. And I love the analogy. Nature is neat, man. Nature is so cool. And I think it's just so rad how many parallels there are. I'm a big believer in seeing and recognizing the parallels between other animals and ourselves. And like the butterfly, think about that. So the caterpillar self-digests itself into a gooey mess till it's so chaotic and messy and gooey, literally gooey. And then it rebuilds itself. So it breaks itself down to build itself back up and then it emerges this emerges this magnificent butterfly. How cool is that? And how is that anything less than what you can and do go through and experience? So sometimes you got to get broken down to reemerge as a butterfly and take from that what you will. But I think it's cool and I hope that resonates with you. And a big reason why I started The Nativist was because I wanted people to feel seen and heard and valued because I know what it felt like not to feel seen and heard and valued. Again, no judgment against the people in my life and nothing against them. A lot of that was just personal baggage that I had in my own stuff. And I never want somebody to feel like that. That haunts me to know that people out there feel like their voice doesn't matter or they're inadequate or they're just not good enough or they're not seen they're not heard they're not valued and know that you are even if I don't know you personally I care about you and I care about hearing you and I care about you feeling heard and feeling seen and feeling valued so that's why I'm here and I'm here for you and I'm here to hear you so thank you thank you for showing up and come join me so we can help others feel seen and heard and valued I love you all 